can't believe it. That Philip brought his little brother on our mission into orbit? How long until we get there? How long until we get there? How long until we get there? No, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with Geico. What's this button do? What's this button do? What's this button do? What's this button do? No, 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 don't touch that. Believe it, Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Babe, wake up. Babe. Oh, oh no, the room's on fire. Woo, woo. Oh, it's uh, an alien invasion. Pew, pew. I guess I'll just eat this egg McMuffin. Huh? Is there another one? Wake up breakfast at McDonald's. Mix and match two classics for five bucks. Choose from an egg McMuffin or a sausage McMuffin with egg. Each made with real butter and a freshly cracked egg. Price and participation may vary. Can it be combined with any other offer? Combo meal. Limited time offer. Single item at regular price. Where do they teach you to talk like this? In some Panama City sailor want a hump hump bar? Or is this getaway day and your last shot at his whiskey? Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. Hey, this is Sugar Shane with another episode of Sanctuary Sweet Truth. Got Billy D's with me. How y'all doing? I'm doing real good. I hope everybody is that's listening is having a good evening as well. Yeah, I had a pretty good, decent, uneventful weekend. Uh, only thing I did major was charity walk at the Blossom Music Center we got here. That's awesome. Uh, it's for uh, organ donors, what it's about. And, right. Uh, uh, it was pretty neat. You'd see people wearing shirts that they had received help from organ donors and did you know uh that you could did you know from your body if you donate your body to science whatever the case may be due to tissues and all this you can save a you know possibly not necessarily all of them but you have the possibility of saving up to 200 lives wow that's that's amazing yeah i've always been an organ donor since the very first time i got my driver's license i never seen a damn sense in it maybe you're not i mean i'm not knocking you maybe you're one of them old school people that thinks oh i want to go with all my parts and you know that's okay if that's what you want to do but to me it just don't make any damn sense i mean if i'm dead they ain't doing me no damn good and even right. if i believe even if you believe in the hereafter i've never thought that i took my organs with me <laughs> I mean, even if right. I believe it, you know, even if I believe in God and in the ground, some people try to say, well, if God wanted me to win, well, what's that got to do with it? Why wouldn't God want you to save a life? Yeah. Like, I mean, that don't make a damn lick of sense. I mean, it seems like to me he would. And uh, I always thought that was kind of odd, you know. And I mean, like I said, if I'm dead, I mean, I've always been taught that the soul leaves the body, you know, not you. That's what I was taught as a kid, you know, and. Not that you take your organs with you. So, I mean, if I got anything left worth having, they can have it as far as I'm concerned. Right, right. If I don't wear it all out. <laughs> you might. You never it's know. Poss- it's a possibility. But uh, my I had grandmother. An interesting. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say I had a had an, another interesting little adventure in the drive-thru. Oh, go ahead. I don't know what it is about my luck. You know, over the weekend, we 
didn't have any coffee here and some other things. And I figured, well, I might as well, if I'm going to go out for coffee, I might as well get some food. You know, so we had some people here. And I go through the drive-thru and I said I wanted two orders of pancakes and a breakfast burrito. And the guy says, one pancake. And I said, no, two pancakes. And I don't want sausage or that, just two pancakes by themselves and a breakfast burrito. So he says, okay, and he gives me the total, and I go around. Go to the first window, I pay for it. And quite frankly, I should be more careful when I'm paying for stuff, but I, I didn't. I go up to the next window to get the food. And they hand me a burrito and two hash browns. Oh, I my said, God. I said, I'm not sure this is my order. I said, because there's a burrito in here, but there's two hash browns in here, and I didn't order those. And this manager overheard this, and she comes running up. Where's your receipt, sir? Oh, I, go, I, I don't I don't have it. You know, and she w- took off, comes back, you know, because she went to the, the first window. And she comes up, and she says, here's your receipt, sir. You didn't order to order. You didn't order pancakes. I look at the receipt, and there's two hash browns on it. And I said, look, <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, I told the guy pancakes. I even told him without sausage, and he even got – he asked me one, and I said no, too. So they both turn around, and the guy with the headset, they say, the, the guy with the burrito, did he have pancakes? And he says, yeah, he had pancakes. <laughs> oh, my God. And Was I said, McDonald's? look. Yeah, I'm not going to say. Oh. <laughs> and, I said, and, and I said, look, I, I don't want to make a big deal. I'll pull over, okay? I'll take the hash browns, but I want the pancakes. <laughs> this lady goes, if you're going to take pancakes, you're going to pay for them, sir. <laughs> oh, Lord. And I said, I started laughing. <laughs> I said, really? <laughs> Is that how that works? <laughs> So she runs the other register again. She comes back with this total. I forget what it was, five, five or six bucks. Whatever. And I just handed her the money. I didn't even wait for the change. I said, I'll just pull right over there, bring the pancakes out. Okay. So I'm sitting there, and, she, and for some reason, I don't know what happened in there. Okay, but for some reason, she comes out, and she is just sweet as pie. I, I don't know what happened. Okay. But she hands me <laughs> the pancakes and she says, sir, would you like me to reimburse you for the hash browns? And I said, no, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> said, I'm good to go. <laughs> I'm good to go. I, I mean, I paid for them. Yeah. I said, I'm, I'm good to go. And I got my pancakes and everything's fine. So anyhow, that was my look. And you know what? It wasn't that busy. It was not that busy. I mean, there was maybe one person in front of me and one person in the other lane, and that was it. The three cars. I mean, this wasn't like one of those days when you got a line going out to the street, you know. Right. So I have. I don't know what my luck is, but I just don't do well. In you, ain't gotta tell, you ain't got to tell me who it is or whatever, but I'll tell you what. Worst damn place I've ever had any luck with any damn where is McDonald's, especially in the damn drive throughs Yeah. My God, I've went through there and ordered one thing and still got something screwed up. I mean, it ain't got anything to do with it being a multitude of orders. 
you know, it, it ain't even got to be a truckload of people. It could just be one damn thing, and they got, and they can't they can't even figure it out. I go, I went there one time, and this is after a multitude of times having to put up with shit. I looked at the manager. I said, "Did y'all have a problem here with being able to read?" They said, "What's that? What you mean?" I said, "When you take my order, you put it on a screen up there." Yeah. I said, "Oh, I said it ain't like it was back in the old days. Two hamburgers, four fries, three Coca Colas." It ain't yeah, like, it worked yeah. better that way. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it did work better <laughs> that way. I mean, all it is is you put it in and it's on the fucking TV, man. Well, well, somebody behind the window in my case said that he keyed it in wrong. He he, he verbalized it correctly, but he keyed it in wrong. So I don't know what happened there, but oh, I got my pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, that's crazy. Well, I'm going to see the movie tomorrow night, <sighs> The Dark Tower. Oh, really? Yeah, I've, I've read the books. Um, it's one of the best book series you'll ever read if you ever get a chance to read it. It's actually eight books now. It was seven, but I found out here recently there's an eighth book now that actually falls in between the lines of, uh, it's actually not the eighth one in the order of sequence. It's something he wrote after the fact, but it falls in between mm-hmm. the lines of fourth and fifth book for us chronologically. And, uh, but it's an excellent series. I mean, it's, it was inspired yeah, it's just a long story, but it's just a damn good series. That's all I'll tell you. But um, he, uh, from what I've read of the reviews, though, I'm kind of fucking apprehensive about going, but I've already bought my tickets and I'm going to go. But I haven't heard hardly any good reviews at all on the movie. The wow. best review, the only thing good I've heard about the review is the guy that played Roland. Is uh, okay. a good job. That's the black guy. I can't okay. remember his name. Idris Elba or something like that. He he's Idris Elba. He's the one that uh, plays the gunslinger, and he and I've heard okay. he does a good job, which doesn't doesn't surprise me. He's a good actor, but not trying to. If you if this is a spoiler for you, I'm sorry, but I got to tell you that what pisses me off more than anything is it's not going to be a series. The books eight books or seven books, even if you want to go by the original writings, it's not going to okay. be a series because. Fucking man in black dies in a goddamn movie. So there ain't no way that they're basing this on the seven books as far as complete package. There's no way. Yeah. And uh, so I'm kind of apprehensive. Like I said, I'm really worried. And it's only an hour and 35 minutes long. So I know yeah. they go get shit done with an eight book series, seven book series in an hour and 35 damn minutes. Yeah. So I'm kind of... Eh, and I think that Matthew McConaughey is going to do a good job of playing his character from what I've seen in the trailer. I just think what they've done is they fucked the damn screenplay up is what I'm thinking. I don't know. He's got the uh, the remake of It, I believe, is coming out yeah, as well. Yeah, I'm going, yeah. Well, he's involved in that one, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's involved in that one. He's the producer. And i tell you what. One of the biggest movies that everybody's got a cult following for and they love so damn much. The Shining. Uh-huh. With Jack Nicholson, that's one of the most right. fucked up damn stories ever been made into a movie. The book is nowhere damn near it, and huh. Stephen King hated it. Him and the damn right. uh, director still been still don't get along. He may I mean in the book, the character that plays Jack Nicholson is actually an easygoing nice guy. Oh, okay. Nothing like the book, the movie. I mean, it's, I mean, it leads somewhat in those directions, but there's like an explosion at the end of the book. The book's totally different from the movie. Totally different. 
I mean, he's got, you know, it's got its scenes that are real popular, the movie, as far as, you know, here's Johnny and, you know, you know, murder or whatever it was. But as far as a whole, no, it wasn't nothing like it. But I'm kind of apprehensive. We'll see how it goes. I will let you know because I'm thinking about it. I ain't decided yet doing a movie-type podcast where I do reviews since I love movies right. and do acting as well. I want to do acting, so I thought, well, what the fuck? So I might be ended up doing one on that. The only one that... Uh has kind of grabbed my attention recently is uh, Dunkirk. I would like to see that. Dunkirk. Who's in that? I, I couldn't tell you. It's about the Dunkirk battle in World War II, which was before, I'm pretty sure it was before the United States was involved. Oh, and, okay. Uh, yeah. And um, it has to do with a, an amazing story of survival. It's, it's kind of... Um, the British people regard that battle very much as a part of their their history, mm. and uh, it was it's done by Christopher Nolan, who I really like, and I guess he did some very amazing things here visually, right? Um, you know, things like cameras mounted on on real fighter planes and all that. They weren't like you know, oh, he's back great, projected. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, so yeah, I mean, and, and everybody that has that that has really gotten into this movie has says you have to see it in IMAX. Now I don't know where there's one around here. I think there's one up in Cleveland. I don't really need to see it in uh, IMAX, but I would I would like to see it. That so. sucks because we had a damn IMAX theater right down the street from where I lived at in Georgia. I mean, it was in the same town. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. we went and saw. Uh, matter of fact, it was a Christopher Nolan movie, The Batman, uh, The Dark Knight. Yeah, he did all the Bat- right. There was a third one, the one with Bane. We went and saw it in IMAX. And, man, I tell you okay. what, when a, when a damn uh, Batmobile and the cars was coming down through there, you feel the damn seats rumble. Sometimes it'd be almost too damn loud because the damn right. volume is unreal. But uh, it's worth seeing. Yeah, the uh, the Dunkirk movie, um, the last couple of weeks has been a, a, a huge success. So uh, I'm, I'm glad that a, that a movie about a real story as opposed to superheroes you know, that real people. Uh, I'm really glad that a, a story about real people and real heroes oh, yeah. uh, was a big hit. The only change. thing, even if, yeah, and the only thing I would say about Christopher Nolan in that aspect was uh, what I was going to compare it to with the Batman. The only reason why I was going to compare it with that is he was right. talking about the camera shooting and the angles. The oh, movie, there's no the, question. The Batman Inception, was just phenomenal. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. as far Inception as that was the same way. Yeah. And uh, Wendy said there's an IMAX at the Cinemark here in the Falls. Oh, really? Yeah, hmm. that's, that's where I'm going tomorrow. That's where I'm going is for the uh, is for to see Dark Tower. Is, okay, uh, at the Cinemark. And uh, Earl said, "Great show. Appreciate Earl listening and Wendy listening." Oh, it's XD, almost the same though. It's not in. It's not IMAX. It's XD. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I, okay. I'm pretty sure there's one in Cleveland somewhere. Okay. Well, August 21st, lights are gonna go out for three minutes in the United States. You heard about that? I know. Uh, oh, you're clips. talking about the eclipse. Yeah. yeah. They're saying that Nashville is the best city in the United States to be able to see it. Or the largest yeah. city that's the best place yeah. to see it. Yeah. Uh, they're expecting. It's only going to be, yeah, only gonna be partial in Ohio, correct? It's only I think so, yeah, because it dips yeah. way low there. It right. dips way low before it gets down to there. Um, they're expecting forty to 50,000 people to show up in Nashville for this eclipse. Wow. Ten to fifteen, ten to twenty million dollars to possibly be made over this for three minutes worth of shit. I don't say it's shit. Don't get me wrong, right. but damn, <laughs> I'm not going to hop in a car and make a trip to Nashville for three minutes. 
<laughs> that would be one hell of a day of a clip, brother. It better have, like, fucking fireworks shooting off of it, coming in damn rainbow colors and every damn thing else. It had to last a little bit longer than three minutes. Well, you know what's interesting is, as far as an, an amazing coincidence, one of the reasons why we can have a perfect eclipse here on Earth is that the sun is 400 times bigger than the moon. But it's also 400 times further away. And therefore, you can get that perfect eclipse where the moon just covers up the sun and leaves the corona exposed. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. I did get to see a good eclipse one time. I was, uh, I think I was 19 years old at the time. And I was working at this place where you built pallets. And, okay. we had an, and we had an eclipse come up while I was outside, and I didn't know nothing about it until somebody mentioned it to me. And I happened to look down the ground, and right there on the ground was partially broken. Don't know why in the hell I thought of this. Welding helmet. So hmm. I picked up the visor, and it was still intact, and I held it up to the sun and watched the whole eclipse. <laughs> because I could see it through the visor of the welding right, right. helmet. And I didn't know why I thought of that, but I did, and it looked awesome. I mean, it was cool. It, it, it are, are neat to see. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not trying to make light of it, you know, in the sense that it's, you know, right. they're, they're awesome. But I'm just saying they don't last long enough for me to drive all the way to the side of fucking earth, you know, to go see one. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's just my view. But I think this is the first one that's ever, won, that's ever went cross country. Yeah, it's extraordinary for a couple of different reasons, uh, but yeah, that's one of them. It's going to stay maintained for a very long period of time as far as the pattern across the country is concerned, yeah. And without going into detail, I don't know if you got a chance to see it. If you get on my Facebook page, The Rebel Without a Cause, and okay. see a video, I don't know if you've seen it yet. I don't know much about it, and there's a link there you can go to as well. Something about the CIA dealing with these people that were psychic back in the day, and they had this guy that gave him an envelope and all this kind of shit. And they told him to, before he did the envelope, he wanted to do some out-of-body experience or whatever it was. Go into his trance right. or whatever the fuck it is they do. So he does it. He starts explaining the civilization, starts talking about this. And it makes it, it's almost like it sounds like Egypt when he starts talking about it. So they started doing it and all this. After he was done, they opened up the envelope. Come to find out... And they wanted him to explain the place that was in the envelope or something like that. Come to find out it was something to do with Mars. But 250 million years B.C. Earth time or whatever the hell it was. They had found something. They did microcarbing dating on it or some shit. Just check out the video. It's pretty weird. I'm not saying it's fact by no goddamn means. But I'm just right. saying they say it is on the CIA website, though. So I don't know what that means. But it's pretty weird that it goes into it and it starts talking about this and it's talking about Mars long before, you know, we started calculating any type of time or whatever, for that matter. But it was just weird. I just thought it was kind of odd. Okay. 200 days. 200 days of pure bliss. Well, I don't know about that. But we've got 200 days of President Trump's been in office. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think we're done so far? Well, I guess we're still breathing. It ain't blown up yet. It's objectively, it's what I've said from the very beginning. 
there's been a couple of presidents over the last 40 or 50 years that really had an opportunity to be a transformative figure. And one of the more recent ones was President Bush, the second President Bush, after 9-11. At that point, he had the attention and the empathy of the entire world. And, and he had the support of everybody in this country. And we ended up going into Iraq and a bunch. It, it just got squandered. Right. And if he really wanted to change things, what he should have done when he first got into office was to pick an issue that he easily could have gotten bipartisan support. Something like the infrastructure spending, which everybody agrees the United States is far behind on. The bridges, the railroads, everything else. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then if he would have gone after bipartisan solutions to fixing Obamacare as, a, as opposed to throwing out the baby with the bathwater, if he would have done those two things, in my opinion, he would have been a transformative president. He would have changed everything. And instead, he did what he did. The tweeting, the goofball stuff, and the yeah, oh, trying, yeah, to, trying to push that's through healthcare right. through in some half-assed way, and and the you know the name calling and, and the sniping, it, it it just that opportunity now. The window is closed. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, it's closed. For him to recover, I don't know that it can happen. If it does, it's going to have to stop doing what he's doing. I thought after two hundred days, I would have actually thought that the damn tweeting shit would have stopped by now. But fuck this. Uh. I mean, it's still the same old shit. I mean, it's like every day. I mean, you can literally, it's pretty bad what I could do a show. If I wanted to, I don't want to. But if I wanted to, I could start up a whole separate podcast channel and call it Tweet of the Day. And I could sit down and sit and, from the, and look at all the tweets made one day, the next day, just talk about the worst tweet of the day right, that he right. had. I could literally do that. But I don't want to. But I could. That's how bad he is. But, they, you know, yeah. they're not going to – it's just it's gotten out of hand. Now they're talking about Pence maybe gearing up for 2020. You heard about that? Yeah, from what I understand, he's denied it. But Oh, he has. Yeah, he has. He denied it. New York Times posted this shit. Now I ain't got nothing against New York Times. There's some things they say it's all right, but I'm going to be honest with you. They are the most fucking ass-backwards paper sometimes I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. But I'll tell you, don't, don't kid yourself. Just because, I, in my opinion, he's – He's not going to have nowhere near the successful presidency that he could have had. Yeah. That does not mean that he can't get reelected because I'll tell you all the special elections and everything that else that has gone on since he's been in office with the low approval ratings and everything else. Republicans have taken them all. Wow. So I, I, I would not put it past him. And three years is an eternity. A lot can happen in three years yeah. in politics. Uh, I wouldn't be a bit surprised, and a lot of that is going to fall under the shoulders of the Democrats because right now their me their message is no different than what it was during the election, and no, that is Trump shit. is bad. Trump yeah. is bad. That's all. That's all. That's the only thing they got. And they got and people you, dropping, leaving the. They got people leaving the Democratic Party and joining the Republican Party. Well, they don't. They don't have any direction, and and they really need. And I don't mean a carbon copy of these guys, but they need somebody who, who grabs the public's attention like Obama yeah. did early on, like Clinton did. They need somebody like that who's going to lead the, the party, who's going to have a positive 
effect on the electorate. You just can't keep going with Trump is bad. That, no, that, that, that's what cost Hillary the election. They need a DNC leader that's actually worth a shit. They need Frank Underhill. That's a, that's House of Cards. But they need his ass. But but they do need a decent leader. They really do. Because uh, this just went to shit. And I don't know of anybody that I can think of. I'm sure there is somebody in Congress or Senate that could step up and do the job. But just are they willing to fix this damn mess? Well, aside from the, going back to 2016, aside from the fact that they didn't have a, a clear message other than Trump was bad. But the one guy who did spark people's imaginations, especially with millennials, they showed him the door, Bernie Sanders. Yeah. yeah. I think that was a dumb move. Uh, um, I would. And here again, I'm, I'm just – this is just objective analysis. I'm not saying I particularly like any of these people. But they uh, yeah, strategically, they made a big mistake with that. They did. Yeah. Uh, they would have been better if had Bernie Sanders on their side. Oh, absolutely. A lot better if they would have done that. I don't know. I'm just interested in seeing what the next three years is going to be like. I uh, don't have a lot of promise. That's like somebody was putting on Facebook today talking about it. And I did it on purpose because I knew they were one of the followers back earlier in the campaign. They were talking about right. bitching about gas prices being higher. I said, well, I thought they were supposed to be getting lower now. we got new government change. I'm like, yeah. that's all he talked about a month ago was how gas prices were going down. He even yeah. tweeted that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. The The president actually has very little to do with, with gas prices. Oh, I know that. But but when, the, when they're low, they take credit for it. When, they high, when they're high, they yeah. say, well, I don't have anything to do with exactly. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all on them. It's just like the stock market when it's high, which I know sometimes it has something to do with that. But, but if it's high, right. it's them. If, if, if everything's great and the economy's up, it's all got to do with them. If it drops, it ain't got nothing. If it could drop tomorrow, and Trump will say, I didn't have nothing to do with it. Right. But he had something to do with it the day before. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, North Korea's touch and go, man. Oh, yeah. Touch and go is of the day. If you haven't been following the news, they've already announced that they've threatened to attack America and strike America, the United States. Yeah. And uh, Russia and China, they did approve the sanctions that they've yeah. tightened down on. Those have been approved. Uh, matter of fact, China welcomed the boost on sanctions on North Korea and asked neighbor, their neighbors to halt missile and nuclear tests. But um, uh, from what I understand, Kim Jong Moon, noon, 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 whatever the hell his damn name is, he ain't. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. I don't like some bitch. I don't mind mispronouncing his name. That's like oh, what's his name? Uh, Ayatollah Butthola, whatever his name is. I think <laughs> that's what I call him. But, oh uh, man. I don't like his ass either. I'm not a CNN journalist, so I don't have to get it fucking right. But uh, I don't understand what we're going to do about it other than. It's bad. It really is. I mean, that's all you can do. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I think something's going to happen pretty soon within the next month, if not sooner. Because if he starts trying to fire missiles off in this direction. I don't know that he's got anything to reach here, to be honest with you. They say he does have one that could potentially reach, I think, Alaska. Yeah. I think that's what they say, which is the United States. I don't want anybody hurt there either. But that's what they're saying, one that could potentially reach there, but nothing to the continental United States as of yet. 
Yeah, they're not sure about that because the the last test, some of those people that do the analysis, and I'm sure a lot of it's classified, but what they could speak about was that it showed that they could uh, shorten the distance by going more toward the North Pole and over the top on, on down on the United States. And that's that's scary. Oh, so yeah, it could actually true. reach into here then. Yeah, they're Possibly speculating like that, that they may not be. Yeah, they're they're speculating that they may not be that far away in terms of time to getting a system that uh, could actually reach pretty far. I'm just gonna tell you the truth, man. If I ever get one over here, God forbid, and it hits. And it does any damage to our people, and we ain't able to shoot it down. This is one thing I'll have will back President Trump on 150 fucking percent if that was an actual mathematical equation that I could use. I will want every fighter plane that we can possibly get, and I would bomb the shit out of that fucking country till they wouldn't nothing left of that motherfucker. <laughs> now that's the bona fide fact. I would not leave that son of a bitch a chance to be breathing. I would knock his ass off face the damn earth. I'm not I saying I, I mean, yeah, I'm I not trying to try to hit. I wouldn't try to hit South Korea. But the thing about it is, you can't let a little piece of shit like that live. After he no. starts bombing your country, he ain't gonna do nothing but do it again and again. Well, that's the that's the issue because let's presume that he has a couple missiles. Yeah. I don't know if he does or not, but let's let's say he does, and let's say the accuracy of them is questionable. All right, if you attack, you have to do it strategically, very very swift and very very well because he'll just light them off, and it don't matter where they land; yeah, it's going to be bad. True. Okay, and uh, especially for South Korea. So he really almost has, in essence, he has a country that's be, he, he can hold hostage. Well, if they because of the listened, fact that if they would have listened, maybe we wouldn't be having this fucking problem to begin with. I said, send a goddamn Navy SEALs in there, kill his motherfucking ass, and get the hell out. That would have been co-op. It would have been secret and got done with it. This son of a bitch ain't never gonna listen to reason, ever. He is a warped individual. There is no hope for this motherfucker. He is somebody that if he didn't have the power, I'm just going to tell you the truth. If he didn't have power, if he didn't have money, and he would have been born in this country or any country for that matter, in poverty, his ass would have been in prison by now or he would have been a serial killer already. That's how this motherfucker is. There is no doubt about it in my mind. The only thing that separates him from a serial killer we've already locked up in prison and anybody else as he's got political power and money. That's the only thing that separates him. He's a crazed fucking lunatic. I mean, look at the crimes he's committed. That proves that he's a crazed fucking lunatic. Killed a man because he fell asleep in a goddamn meeting? What more, what more do we need to know that he ain't fucking right? Yeah. He's a complete A1 asshole. And why that fucking ball dribbling son of a bitch wants to keep going over there and seeing him is beyond me. I'd let his ass just move over there. 
talking about Pippin? Is that yeah. Uh, not oh, okay. Pippin. Uh, what's his name? Uh, God, oh, yeah. Not Scotty Pippin. Uh, I misspoke. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, Rodman. Yes, Dennis Rodman. That's yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Why he keeps going over there is beyond me. How in the hell can he say this guy's all right? His political views are so fucking off that it ain't even funny. Yeah, I'd have killed him a long time ago if I'd have been in power. His ass would have done been dead. I wouldn't have done it by bombing the country. I wouldn't have killed no innocents. But his ass wouldn't be breathing right now. Because I'd have let somebody else have it. I mean, it wouldn't have hurt nobody. Russia could have still dealt with a new leader, whoever would have been put into power. China could have right. still traded with the country, whoever would have been put into power. It ain't got nothing to do with that. It happens all the time. Look at the mob. They kill somebody off. The next person comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Business as usual. <laughs> ain't nobody got to stop work. Over here. Mayor Bill de Blasio, New York City, wants to, 1% of New Yorkers to pay for repairs and improvements to subways. What he's wanting is the people that make a half a million dollars or more to pay 1% to improve the subways and repair them. Uh-huh. Now, I'm not normally for that 1% everybody's shit, you know, paying off so much more. I've got my own reasons for that, but I don't believe in that. I'm in for a flat tax rate. That's my opinion. I've always been for a flat tax rate. Uh, just for me personally, whatever percentage you want to agree on, everybody pays a certain amount of tax, depending on what they make all the way across the board. You know, if you make $500 million a year, naturally you're going to pay more than the person that makes $20,000 a year, but you're going to pay the same percentage flat tax rate. That's just me. But I don't have any problem with this, but it's only based in New York city. And if you really work out what he's saying here, it comes to a figure of like $2,700 a year for the individual. More mm-hmm. in Texas. That comes to like $7 a day. And it gives people that are making, you know, it gives like 10% of the New York City population a break on subway fare. So, I mean, why not? I mean, yeah, you could try to fight it, but I'm like, why not? Seven bucks a day and you make a half a million dollars or more a year. Yeah, I I don't know about the details of it, but it doesn't sound bad to me. No, it's not that and bad we, at and all. And we we don't have the on today's topic, we don't have enough time to talk about it. But a but a flat tax isn't as fair as you think it is. You know, I wouldn't mind going into that sometime. Yeah, I mean, I can understand where some people it would possibly hurt if you're making lower income. But we're all paying twenty. I'm paying probably 20, almost twenty five percent of my paycheck every week going into damn taxes now. Close to 25% of my check goes every week to taxes. Or federal ficker or whoever the dickers or whatever the hell them bastards right. are, every week comes out of my paycheck. Close to 25%. So if an asshole makes $500 million a year is only paying 15%, I get a little pissed. He ought to be paying 25% too. Certainly. But uh, Sean's on, but he said his gimpy ass phone's messing up gear. <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> Boomer Sison says he probably has CTE. 
that's that disease that uh, NFL right. football players are getting from brain damage. Right. I forget where it was at. It was done. It was a particular study. They studied 202 uh, brains from the NFL. 177. That's 87% had CTE, some form of it, sign of it. 177. What the hell are they going to do about this, man? I don't know. 177. I mean, I don't watch football that much as I used to anymore, but I've got to the goddamn point. I don't want to watch it anymore at office. I mean, this is ridiculous. You mean to tell me they can't come up with a way? I mean, hell, NASCAR came up with safe walls. They came up with shit to help protect you. You hardly hear anybody get hurt in NASCAR anymore. Right. Football? It's like damn ridiculous. I mean, what's it going to take? I ain't no way in hell. I hope my, I mean, I hate to say it. I always said my son could be whatever he wants, but I hope he don't ever want to be a football player. Go out there and get your brains beat in. What's it going to be worth when you're sitting around? I mean, I, I don't mean to take this the wrong way. Anybody that's listening, and if you're a fan of him, I don't mean to be mean with what I'm about to say. And I don't mean it in a bad way. He's the greatest of all time, probably, and I don't knock it. But Muhammad Ali took so many fucking blows to the head. Look how he was before he died. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? I don't want to be like that before I die. Me personally, no. It ain't worth it. Maybe to some people it is. And I'm not knocking the boxing sport. I'm not knocking it... You know, the NFL in the sense of whatever, but I'm just saying, is it really worth the money? Is it really worth the time with your family? Is it really worth it to be just sitting around and all essence, your brain's turned into jello and you just about act like it? I don't mean to be mean. I'm not being offensive to anyone or anything. I'm just being honest. You know, let's call it like it is. Was it worth it to be in that shape? And Muhammad Ali, granted, thank God, he lived a long time after it worked. I didn't think he was going to live that long, to be honest with you. Right. You know, this shit ain't worth it, man. I mean, at least baseball and stuff, you know, you don't have that kind of contact that much. These people are taking damn hits and helmet to helmet. And they, yeah, they about, yeah, they've stopped it and made it ban on it and all that good shit. But hell, they're still doing it sometimes. Yeah, no matter what, especially like the linemen and all those guys, they're taking hits every single play. Mm-hmm. And they're crashing into other people all the time. Right. <clears throat> so, I mean, I don't know. I hope they can figure something out, man. I, hope they, I wish they could figure out something. The problem is, see, Bill Burr was talking about this on the podcast. The problem is, is when they make, they have these helmets, you know, they can't give it no give because the brain, the way the brain stays stationary, you know, and when right. it takes a hit, that's what killed, that's what killed Dale Earnhardt when he hit the wall. When Dale Earnhardt had that accident, it wasn't hitting the wall, it killed him. He's had hits, goddamn hell, a lot worse than that. What killed him is when he did hit, he went and his neck jerked and he didn't have that Hans device on that they make everybody wear now. And his head jerked, and when it jerked, it broke the stem in the back of his neck, and his brain separated from his from the rest of his head. That's what killed Dale Earnhardt. 
Hey, I've seen that man. I've seen him one time flip at Talladega. His car flipped on its side. Shit, probably 12 times all the way down the damn track. And cars were running into him while he was flipping. He walked out of it. Yeah. It was because when he hit that thing at such a dead impact, it separated the stem in the back of his brain. Where do you, where it goes to your spinal cord. And I guess wherever your brain floats in, it went away from it or whatever. I don't know exactly. It detached. That's what killed him. The hit wasn't shit. Matter of fact, when I saw the hit, I was like, oh, damn, he had a wreck, you know. Thought nothing of it. I seen him take a hell of a lot worse than that. Colorado talk show host is suing Taylor Swift for wrongfully accusing her of grabbing her ass under a dress. You heard about this? Yeah. Man, she accused him of grabbing her ass underneath the skirts. Now he's, I guess, suing because it was wrongfully accused of it. I don't know what the case may be. I don't know if he did it or not. I know I wouldn't want to grab her ass. I mean, goddamn, I mean, ain't nothing there. She looks like a goddamn stick. I'll just be honest with you. I ain't never been attracted to her. I never attracted to her at all. I thought she, I've never thought she looked pretty at all. Not nothing against her. She made a guess a couple of good songs, whatever. Not a huge fan of her music either, but she's made a couple of songs I like. I like the December song the best. But I don't know if he grabbed her ass or not, but he's going to sue for it and try to, I don't know. I don't know. How do you prove that? Well, from what I understand, and I could be wrong about some of this, there's supposedly a photograph that has not been released that is going to come out during the the legal proceedings. Now, from what I understand, Taylor Swift is not asking for a lot of money. It's like some token, like a couple bucks or a dollar or something like that, because she just wants the the harassment to be acknowledged. Oh, okay. and that's that's really what it's all about. It's not really so much about whether she's attractive yeah, yeah, or not. She don't but, you know, it's money. yeah, it, it's it's a matter. Well, it's a, it's a matter of, of of harassment. Harassment really has nothing to do whether of of attractiveness versus not attractiveness. It's whether or not he harassed her. Well, yeah. Now he's claiming he's. I claiming, was just saying from my point of right. view, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm just clarifying that for. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we don't want to get in any trouble what you're here. Saying. <laughs> okay, uh, the the uh, um, the other side. Is, is contending that because of the accusation, he lost his job. And he is saying oh, that he did not okay. do that. He's, okay. he's saying that he did not do that, that it's a, a case of mistaken identity, that somebody else must have done it in the group that they were in when photographs were being taken. Mm. So that's the thing. And, and here again, we don't know what the photograph shows. A photograph can sometimes be misleading. You know, you're talking about a... a mere fraction in time and you really don't know what that that photograph is portraying right you know it, it, it might look like you know I, if, if there's a picture of me trying to grab a woman you know it, it could be interpreted as me trying to grab her but if you see the videotape that somebody took at the same time it shows i'm falling down i'm actually trying to catch myself Right. So you, you know what I mean? It's 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 sometimes a, a a picture isn't always conclusive. It really right. depends on. It's not always you know, a thousand words, as some people think. <laughs> so we'll just have to find out. Right, right. 
do want to mention this real quick before we get off. You know the movie Annabelle coming out, right? About that I know horror movie. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't go see yeah. it. I'm not going to see right. it. But uh, in Monroe or Monroe, Connecticut, they have a cult, an occult museum. According to them, they got a doll that the movie's loosely based on. In 1970, somebody bought this doll and took it home, and it began levitating and doing brutal attacks and attempted to strangle their friend and the family. That's I, some doll. Yeah, I'm just this man. This motherfucker makes chuckles like ain't nothing, but I'm just saying. They got it in the museum now. And according to them, they have some priest come in or whatever and pray over it. Now, why the hell would you have a priest come into an occult museum and pray over it? Right. <laughs> it's beyond me. I'm sorry. I'm just, I can't, man. I can't understand that. I mean, if I was a priest, the last place they told me, they called me up and say, hey, we're down here at the occult museum. Could you come down here and pray? Nah, you bring that bitch to me. I ain't praying for shit at a occult museum. But he goes over and prays for it. And so, according to them, there's some kind of prayer fence that goes around it and keeps it in control or check. So, I don't fucking know. I just don't understand people, man. You know, I'm all for if you want to believe in the supernatural. I'm all for if you want to believe in whatever. But let's draw the fucking line somewhere. I mean, a doll that's attacking people and strangling them. I'd have to see some yeah. damn real good evidence, not a damn movie either. Yeah. That's just like Amityville Horror. You start doing the search on that shit, that was all a goddamn hoax. I'd have to talk yeah. about that later. But it was all a fucking hoax in order for the family to make money. But, but Hollywood ran with it and made it act like it was a damn fact. And there's so many motherfuckers that don't know shit that think Amityville Horror is based on a true fucking story. <laughs> and it's not. Right. It's based on a bunch of fucking con, con men. That's it. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you think you can solve any problem by turning your computer off and on. Hey, man, is something wrong with your laptop? Nah, I just need to turn it off and on. It's no problem. It's smoking. Yeah, that just means it needs to reboot. Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. And now it's on fire. Happens all the time. It's all good. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Geico presents oh, yet another voicemail from your roommate. Hi. So, about the kitchen. Turns out when there's a grease fire, you're not supposed to throw water on it. <laughs> Who would have known, right? Anyways, the fire department is here and it's totally cool. Give me a call back when you get a chance. The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if danger is your roommate's middle name. Visit geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance.